0: Hello and welcome to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tom Walker. Hi guys,
1: welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in as ever.
0: We've got an action-packed show for you this week as ever. We're going to go through our highlights in the Premier League, Championship, League 1, League 2, the last bit of club football action before the international break sets in. Um, we've got some stuff from our friends at Oz Changer to read out as well. Lots of stuff on Mourinho. And a couple of outrights around that, so that'll be exciting to get onto later on in the show. We've also got bombproof treble recaps, and this week's bombproof trebles. Last week I came so close. If only the bookies would pay out at half time. Um, and we'll also look at fantasy football, although I'm sure Tom won't want to because he's having a pretty torrid start to the season. Marathon, not a sprint, buddy. <laughs> that's your that's your quote for this season, isn't it? Marathon or <laughs> It
1: is. Well, we have to rein in we have to rein in these uh, these people like yourself and get carried away after uh, week three of the season.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we'll start off with our Premier League highlights. Uh, no better place to start than the Saturday twelve thirty. There's actually no Friday night, no Monday night kick-off this week, so everything is condensed on the Saturday and Sunday in the Prem. The twelve thirty is Leicester at home to Liverpool. Leicester eleven to two. The draw seven to two. Liverpool four to nine. Tom, do you have Liverpool to get a fourth win of the season? Wrote down here.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. Leicester have been decent, haven't they? For sure, start of the season, um, and this is going to be a tough task. For Liverpool, but uh despite Leicester's uh, strong start to the season, uh, I do think Liverpool will have a little bit too much for them. Uh dunno about yourself.
0: Yeah, I I do agree. I think they're gonna have too much quality for Leicester. They're really impressing me, Liverpool, how they're managing to keep clean sheets. Um we know the struggle with that last season. But really strong start for Alisson in goal. Gomez looking really strong alongside Van Dyke at centre back, so That could be another conundrum solved there. But um, yeah, like I say, Leicester have got a good start. They've been a little bit jammy, I feel, with how those wins have come about. It's kind of scraped one out against Southampton last weekend and got very lucky against Wolves the week before that. But, you know, you can't complain. Six Six points on the board out of nine. And actually, looking at recent history, Liverpool don't really have a particularly good record playing away at Leicester. They've lost three of their last four visits and they've conceded a goal to Leicester in each of the last six games between the sides. For that reason, I'd go one further than tipping Liverpool on the nose and I'd be looking at Liverpool to win, both teams to score, and that's priced at 2-1. to
1: Yeah, this Leicester team, obviously they've scored in uh, all of their Premier League games so far. Uh, They do have some wonderful attacking talent um, that may not be world-class, but um, it's certainly Premier League level. Um, I'm talking about players like Damari Gray, um, Ian Acho, Vardy. Madison, for me, um, has been one of the standout new signings of the season so far. Um, So, yeah, I can certainly see them winning and I would tip that um, as well.
0: Yeah, just on James Madison, this podcast is going to go out around... Probably the same time that Gareth Southgate releases his England squad on the Thursday. Um, Jack and Madison's done enough to get a call up. Is it too soon? Kind of the World Cup cycle has ended. We start a new cycle leading into the next Euros. So I think it's a good time for Southgate to bring some new blood in. Jack and Madison could be one of those people.
1: Down the line, yes. Now, no. Um, if you base it off three Premier League performances. Almost every English professional in the league could stake a claim <laughs> way too soon. But I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at other players, uh, players like Jaden Sancho and Loftus Cheek, even though obviously he was in the World Cup. I want to see him in. I want to see him involved a lot. Yeah. I, I want to see a, a blend. So I don't think you can chop all of the experienced lads out of the squad and just throw in youngsters. Um, But I do think that, you know, with the likes of Gary Cahill and Jamie Vardy uh, retiring recently, I think it is time to blood a few youngsters um, and, you know, give them their first taste. Yeah,
0: we'll come on to England more in next week's podcast when it is the international break. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the lineup is anyway. Um, Moving on from this game then, what else do you like the look of in the Premier
1: League? I like the look of Wolves. To be honest, I know it sounds, you know, like I'm jumping on the bandwagon a bit, and their Premier League form is, you know, on the surface of things, it's hardly amazing. They've actually struggled a little bit win wise in the Premier League. They haven't won a game as of yet. They drew at home 2 2 to Everton, lost 2 0 away at Leicester, but as Tom said, Leicester were very fortunate, and they got that creditable 1 1 at home to City. West Ham are in all kinds of trouble at the moment aren't they. Um new season, new manager, new kit, new players, same West Ham. Nearly dumped out by AFC Wimbledon in the cup. And Wolves even though they're not they haven't won a game in the uh, Premier League, they've certainly been unlucky haven't they.
0: They have, yeah. Good result against Man City last weekend. Unlucky um against Leicester when they lost that game. And uh yeah, I can definitely see Wolves getting on the score sheet. If you do fancy that exact bet which is Wolves to score a goal, um that's priced at 1 to 3. So not the best odds at all, but um if it's something you want to put in a bigger accumulator to boost the odds a little bit, I can definitely see that coming in. Alternatively for me, I like the both teams to score for this one. That's priced at 8 to 13. Both teams have got plenty going forward and I can see them getting on the score sheet.
1: Yeah, I think uh, Wolves to score is an absolute minimum expectation uh, from yeah. from them for that fixture.
0: Yeah, me too. So moving on from Wolves, I'd like to look at Everton. They're at home to Huddersfield and their price for the win at 1-2. to two. Doesn't take a genius really to tip this one. Everton have started the season pretty well, to be honest, under Marco Silva. Huddersfield, on the other hand, absolutely diabolical. No wins in league or cup so far this season. Everton have impressed me so far more than I thought they would, to be honest. We didn't really give them too much of a chance and too much credit, did we, before the season started? But Richarlison's got off to a really good start. He won't be playing this game, obviously, because of the red card he got last weekend. But the way that Everton have drawn two games, um, When they've played with 10 men in both of those two games they've drawn for over an hour in each one, it's been really impressive. And I think they're definitely going to have too much without Richarlison to beat Huddersfield.
1: For me, Huddersfield and Cardiff, when you think of the three that you predict to go down right now, if you had to pick it, everyone would have Huddersfield, Cardiff. Then there's probably going to be a mixed bag for the next six or eight. And for me, that speaks volumes to teams. Considerably, considerably um, distant to the rest of the league in terms of quality. I think this may be a bit of a bloodbath, to be honest. Um, I don't hold any confidence for Huddersfield in this fixture.
0: Now, if you do fancy Everton to win a bit more comfortably, you can get minus one at 29 to 20, just to boost those odds a little bit more. Um, I can definitely see minus one coming in. Yeah, 100%. So next we're going to talk about Manchester United and Burnley. They play on Sunday at four o'clock. Burnley are the home side priced at five to one for the win. The draw 13 to five and United away eight to 13 to get the three points here. Um, This also brings us on to our Odds Changer segment of the show. Obviously, unfortunately, no one from Odds Changer can be on the show this week, but they've given us a few outrights to read out for you anyway. So Paddy Power have already paid out on Jose Mourinho to be the next Premier League manager to go. And he is now as short as nine to ten to be the next manager to leave his post. Um that's with Unibet and 8-8-8 Sport. You can get evens with some Bookies. Do you think Mourinho is going to be the next to go? Do you reckon the Bookies and Paddy Power have called it right?
1: Yeah, I do. Um huge rift between uh senior staff members and Mourinho um you know on the surface of things you never know how it is in a dressing room but on the surface of things it looks like there's a big rift between his best players uh, particularly obviously Pogba um for me the team has not evolved despite his finances and uh yeah it's time to go uh, for me I would be Pulling that trigger right now, if I was United.
0: <laughs> well, apparently Sam Allardyce um, has said he's going to put a one-pound bet on himself at one hundred to one to replace Jose Mourinho as the manager.
1: <laughs> well, Big Sam's going to be uh, going to be one pound less better off, isn't he? I just want Big Sam to shut his trap. All I've heard <laughs> from this season, Big Sam says this, Big Sam says that. It's like he's on WWE and he's calling everyone out for a title match.
0: <laughs> big Sam's big mouth. It sounds like a new like Channel yeah, 5 honestly, program.
1: Honestly, <laughs> you're, you're unemployed for a reason. Leave it.
0: Oh, dear. A
1: couple of other outrights
0: that our friends at Oz Changer have given us to read out this week. You can get 50-1 to 1 with a lot of bookmakers uh, for Manchester United to win the Premier League those odds are massive considering we're only what three games into the league season and they're already way out at 50 to 1 uh, very reflective of kind of the whole Jose Mourinho thing that's going off at the moment um and the the fact they've lost a couple of games um you can also get Manchester United not to finish in the top 4 at 2 to 5 and then alternatively to finish in the top 4 at 7 to 4 so the bookies very much in favour of United finishing in the in the Europa League places or below.
1: Yeah, well, traditionally Jose Mourinho third season it's a complete mess. So yeah, I can see that. For me, if I had to choose the top four now, um, it would be obviously City winning the league, Liverpool in second, Tottenham in third, Chelsea fourth. I think I I don't think from what I've seen so far this season. United are anywhere near any of those four teams, including Chelsea, who have only just got a new manager and are brand new to the Sari regime. They look a much better proposition already.
0: Absolutely. You can't say anything other than those four teams we've read out to finish in the top four at the moment because Arsenal look nowhere near. And obviously Man United look absolutely nowhere near. But let's bring it back to this game. The thing that I'd tip is actually Manchester United and Burnley, both teams, to score. That's priced at 21-20. to Logic behind that being that United have conceded seven goals already in their three Premier League games. And we know they've got big problems at centre-back. Mourinho's pursuit of a centre-back was so public over the summer. It seems to have absolutely shattered the confidence of the centre-backs currently at the club. They've got big problems in that position when you come up against a team like Burnley who have got people in attacking positions like Chris Wood, Sam Vokes, Ashley Barnes big strikers who are going to give you a tough time they're really going to give these Man United centre-backs an uncomfortable afternoon get proper stuck into them um, and I think Burnley can definitely get on the score sheet and 21-20 to 20 for me is a, is a good price. I don't know if you fancy that one yourself yep. but
1: Yeah, no, I do like it. Um, I'm kind of going more towards under 2.5. So my tip for this game personally is under 2.5, 4-6. I know what you're saying about United's back four. It's certainly not been anywhere near good enough. But I think Mourinho will go back to doing what he does best, which is just parking that bus right in front of the goal. Um, Burnley are are never really known for putting 2, 3, 4, 5 past any team. So I think 4-6, to six under 2.5 is what I would be going for.
0: Okay, fair enough. I could. Uh, wouldn't be surprised if, if that
1: one did come in. Um, do you want to talk about Chelsea? Very, very impressed so far. It has to be said. Um, Sorry, when he came in, he said that it would take around three to four months for Chelsea to look like a Sarri team. Well, I'd love to see what they're going to look like in three to four months because they've been great so far. They've shown all kinds of different sides. Uh, They've shown attacking spirit against Arsenal going forward, being on the front foot. They've shown digging in away at Newcastle when it was a bit more of a different game. They had to win in a different style. Jorginho, arguably the best signing so far, maybe. He's been Mm. absolutely instrumental. And Hazard is finally getting the game. So uh, everything's looking good for Chelsea at the moment. They have Bournemouth. Visiting Stamford Bridge this weekend. Bournemouth actually did win this fixture last year and they have also got off to a great start. Will it be enough to repeat the trick? I don't think so, but I do fancy them to score a goal. So Chelsea to win and both teams to score for me six to four. I think that's a good bet for the weekend.
0: Yeah, much better than Chelsea on the nose at two to seven, um, which is. Very stingy. I think they'll definitely win. But um, yeah, I much prefer that 6-4 to four for both teams to score, considering how well Bournemouth has started. Um, just off topic a little bit, I'm just looking now at the Bournemouth badge. I'm properly looking at it, I think, for the first time ever. I never noticed it had a person with long hair balancing a football on their head.
1: Yeah, it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? I don't know who There's that's but, who that's supposed that to be. Who is it? That, yeah, no idea who that's supposed to be. Maybe Eddie Howe's wife? I don't know.
0: <laughs> the <Just>, uh, <laughs> thing that caught my eye, I thought it was pretty random, and I've never noticed it before.
1: Yeah, if, if you're a Bournemouth fan, who's that bird? Let us know.
0: Or is it a guy with long hair? Is it Cavani?
1: Or is it a guy with long hair? Yeah. Who knows? But if you're a Bournemouth fan, if you're a cherry, please let us know. <laughs> um, for the Premier League, uh, there's not too
0: much else I'd like to go into much more depth about. Shout out, I think, to Spurs away at Watford. The battle there, two unbeaten sides. Uh, I didn't think I'd be saying that about Watford. But 4-7 to seven for Spurs away at Watford. I don't think it will be easy, but I think they'll get the win there. 100%. Uh, let's move on then to the second tier, the championship. Kick us off with something you like.
1: Yeah, so second tier time. I would start off with the first game of the weekend in the second tier. That is a big one. First and second, Elland Road, Leeds United, Middlesbrough. You can get Leeds at 6-5. to five. You can get the draw at 5-2. to two, And you can get Middlesbrough also at 5-2. to two. I think this is a very difficult um, game to predict, especially with Leeds' little wobble against a unpredictable Preston team in the EFL Cup. Back to league business, though, they should be putting in a much better performance. I would go for the safe route here and probably explore the both teams' to score market, which is priced at 8-11. to 11.
0: OK, yeah, I can see that one happening. Result is tough to call. Big, big game already. Uh, Leeds threw a little wobbly in there, didn't they, when they lost to Preston in the Carabao Cup in midweek, especially because Preston had 10 men and uh, Leeds were at home. I don't think many expected that result, but it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back from that one.
1: It will, for sure. And Middlesbrough, you know, started off really well. So a tasty affair on the Friday.
0: Yeah, I'm going to stick with the theme of goals I'm looking at Derby's game away at Hull. So Derby on the nose anyway are priced at 7-5, which I think is a really good price. But the bet in particular that I'm looking at is Derby to score two or more goals. And that's priced at 6-4. These two sides have literally just played each other in the exact same fixture, Derby away at Hull in the Carabao Cup in midweek and uh, Derby tonked them 4-0. So I think, although I can't see it being quite as emphatic, I can definitely see Derby at least getting another couple. Um, when you beat a team so comfortably, you're going to be high on confidence and you're going to think, well, we've done it once a few days ago. We can definitely go out there and give it a good going." they'll be confident of bringing home three points and I think they'll do so very comfortably.
1: Of course. Yeah. I, uh, Mason Mount's been really good as well, hasn't he, so far? Oh, really? um, He's really? notched quite a few goals, uh, which is really good to see from a uh, young English talent. Yeah, Derby for sure, I think there and uh, especially your tip would be something I would look at, definitely. Again, sticking with the uh, theme of goals. Next, we're going to go to two promoted, newly promoted sides, and we're at the DW to discuss this game. Uh, we've got Wigan and Rotherham. So may seem a big game as well, uh, just like the leeds Middlesbrough game, but maybe at the other end. Both have got off to decent starts, to be honest, um, especially Rotherham. I think people were uh, pretty convinced that they were going to be rock bottom and really, really struggle. But, you know, they've, yeah. they've shown a bit of fight um early on i'm looking at wigan to Z- wigan and rotherham both teams to score you can get it at four to five which i think is a really really good price wigan are definitely way better going forward than they are at the back and uh rotherham have won two out of their first five games and they seem to be you know, pretty leaky at the back but are capable of a goal as well i think this will be an open affair purely because of the way wigan play and i think you'll uh, get both teams to score for sure on that one
0: yeah um rotherham have only failed to score in two of their games so far out of the seven that they've played this season and these two actually played each other uh, in the first round of the carabao cup and rotherham beat wigan 3-1 i think it was there so yeah i can definitely see both teams getting on the score sheet again i much prefer that one to um Back in either team on the nose, cause five to one for Rotherham away when they've got really poor away form doesn't appeal. And Wigan are they're pretty tight at eleven to twenty. They really are, um, considering they've won one in five, but they do score goals. So yeah, both teams to score is uh, the safest bet, and it's a good price, like you said. It seems to be both teams to score heaven in the Championship this weekend. Because my next thing I'd like to add is Brentford at home to Nottingham Forest. Um, I definitely think that's going to see both teams getting on the score sheet at 8-13. to Forest, off the back of that dramatic midweek victory against Newcastle, come on you Reds! They're going to get on the score sheet, I'm sure. Every single game apart from one of Forest's this season in League and Cup has finished both teams to score can't defend for Toffee really, but have got plenty going forward, so eight to thirteen for me looks like a, a shoe in
1: Yeah, I think that is that is one of the outstanding um tips of the championship. I think yeah. Forest in particular, love are both teams to score and Brentford, you know, they mm-hmm. are capable, aren't they? So yeah. yeah, that should be a really entertaining tie if you're lucky enough to get a ticket to that one. For myself, I don't think there's anything else in the championship that I want to touch up upon. I don't know if I've left anything out. Uh, No, not for me.
0: you happy for you to move on and uh, pick out something from League One?
1: Yep, for sure, I will do. I'm going to start with Portsmouth. So we've got Pompey at home at Fratton Park against Plymouth. What happens with Plymouth? What happens with them? Last season, they started like an absolute train wreck. They were bottom of the league for what seemed like an eternity. They went on a run second half of the season, almost picked promotion at the end. It was a fascinating story. The Plymouth fans will be hoping that they're in for a similar end because their start has been very, very familiar. Bottom of League One. They travelled to a very tough place in Portsmouth, who are priced at four to five for the home win. Portsmouth unbeaten so far in the league this season. Mm. I think they're really going to find it tough against Pompey and uh, I will be going for the home side.
0: Yep, completely agree. Plymouth have got the potential to do much better than they are, haven't they? But on current form, you can't say anything other than a Portsmouth win. But I think... Plymouth must really believe in this story of the tortoise and the hare, mustn't they? They are literally the tortoise.
1: <laughs> They're the slowest starting team ever. Like they, yeah. they don't even, they don't even, you know, put a few wins together. They just, they absolutely collapse at yeah. the start of the season. I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, like I said, the fans will be hoping that. Uh, it's not going to repeat itself, and they're um, going to pick up the second half of the season because it's they're at the wrong end right now. That's for sure.
0: When they do pick up, I'm sure they will, but uh, we'll be there to capitalise on some good prices, which I'm convinced we'll get again. Um, yeah, I'm going to look. I'm going to look at uh, the team that's currently sitting top of League One. Five wins out of five games cannot ask for more than that. Uh, Peterborough, they're at home to Doncaster, priced at eleven to ten. Uh, I keep saying it week after week. I'm more than happy to continue to tip Peterborough each week until they lose. Um, They are on absolute fire at the moment. The strike force of Matt Godden and Jason Cumdog cummings is firing on all cylinders right now. We questioned before the season whether they'd be able to replace Jack Marriott's 30-something goals from last season, but in five games, six for Cummings, four for Godden, You know, it's literally taken them an instant to strike up up a partnership there. Um, 11 to 10 is a good price. Doncaster haven't won since the second game of the season when they beat Wickham. So that's what, four games ago now in all competitions. I've also got Peterborough to score two plus goals written down here. And that's priced at 20 to 21. And scoring at least two goals is something they've done in every game. So far, aside from one.
1: Wow. Yeah. Peterborough started the season on absolute fire, haven't they? Uh, Arguably the most informed team in the uh, Football League right now. Um, Championship League 1, League 2 anyway.
0: Um,
1: Taking the league by storm right now. And yeah, I completely agree with that tip. We're looking at the top end again. Um, For this tip, I'm looking at Sunderland. So Mm. I don't know about you, Tom, but I'm very surprised with Sunderland's start. um, Yeah, the league. It It just seems like forever that they strung a few wins together.
0: Yeah, Uh, it's a massive relief, I'm sure, for Sunderland fans. Really nice to get that winning feeling back again for a, a continuous number of weeks.
1: They find themselves at the right end of the table. And uh, for this fixture, they're at home against Oxford. So Sunderland have actually not lost yet in the league. They have won every game besides one where they drew away at Luton. They're back at home against Oxford. And even though they are priced at nine to 20, which is a little bit tight, I do think that this is something that will come in. And Oxford, despite back to back wins, one in the league and one in the cup. I do think they're going to struggle against a Sunderland side that seems to be on a bit of a um, bit of a mission right now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Great credit to Jack Ross and uh, the job he's done at Sunderland so far. He's put a lot of new players in that team. He's gelled them all really quickly. I mean, he's really, you know, got over this relegation hangover very very quickly. Um, quick facts for you: the last time that these two sides played each other at the Stadium of Light um, it finished 7-0 to Sunderland and that was way back in the old Division 1 in uh, September 1998
1: I'm sure I'm sure the Macams will take a repeat of that Tom I'm
0: sure they would <laughs> OK moving on from this game I've got one more tip for everybody for League 1 and uh, it's Walsall against Blackpool. So Walsall, Walsall for me, look like they're going to be the Shrewsbury of this season, don't they? Amazing start so far. They're sitting unbeaten in the league after five games. Nobody expected that they'd be in the playoffs at all during this season. I have noticed a trend with Walsall though, and that is that they love both teams to score. Everyone who listened to the podcast last year will know that I tipped Scunthorpe both teams to score in the second half of the season. Literally every single week, Scunthorpe had what something like 20 out of 22 games both teams to score. But this season, it looks like Walsall could be the new Scunthorpe. They played seven in all competitions and all seven have seen both teams score. So at five to six, I think that's a really good price for this trend to continue against a Blackpool team who themselves have seen over 50% of their games, both teams to score.
1: Yeah, two teams that have got off to great starts, respectively, haven't they? Obviously, Warsaw will grab their headlines. They are absolutely flying right now, uh, completely unexpectedly. But Blackpool, they find themselves in mid-table and they find themselves on a a good bit of form as well. I think people are expecting them to struggle as well. So, two sides playing with a bit of freedom, perhaps less pressure than originally thought they would be at this stage of the season. And, yeah, both teams to score looks absolutely nailed on, doesn't it? Yeah, five to six for me. Yeah, it's massive. Massive. We definitely fancy it, put it that way. Yeah. Um, Any more for you for League One? Not not really. I found League One a little tough this week. I think we've uh, picked the best there.
0: Okay, Um League 2 then. I'll kick us off with League 2. And I'm going to go to Oldham at home to Crawley. Oldham priced at evens for this game. Both teams have actually started pretty well. However, I'm going for Oldham because I feel like all the off-pitch activity is going to distract Crawley for this game. Harry Kuhl, heavily linked with the Knotts County job. By the time you listen to this podcast on Friday because we're releasing... Pretty late this week. Um, Harry Kuhl may have actually got the Knox County job. Big club in the league. Spent a lot of money to go for promotion. I can see why Harry Kuhl will jump ship to County. But that is going to leave Crawley's preparation for this game in absolute tatters. Um, If your manager leaves on a Friday, Thursday, Friday, your preparation for Saturday is really messed up. And Oldham isn't a place where you can go and get a result if you're 50% prepared. They're going to lump it, they're going to kick you. Um, and they've shown more than enough so far that they're going to compete well at this level.
1: Yeah, completely agree. Um, I did see a, a tweet from, from Alan Hardy, the Knox County chairman, You know, all done and dusted. So yeah, I think by the time this podcast goes out, they will have a new manager. If it is Harry Kuehl, Even more disruption. If it's not, then the disruption's still there. Um, So, yeah, Oldham, like you said, is not somewhere where you want to go if you're going to struggle a little bit. So, moving on, I am looking at a team that is well and truly in the doghouse with Tom, and we are going to (laughs) let you know why that is shortly. Uh, I'm looking at Mansfield Town. So, Mansfield have Mm. a game against Mm. (laughs) Carlisle, it's at home. Um, For Mansfield, that is, they find themselves in thirteenth. They've had a little bit of a wobbly start: one win, four draws, zero defeats. They're playing a Carlisle team that have won three, drew one, lost one. I I honestly don't know which way this result's going to go, but I do think you will get both teams to score. Uh, Mansfield have failed in only one game to record a both teams to score, and. Carlisle have got three out of their five have been both teams to score. The odds are four to five, and I think that is a great price.
0: Yeah, I can definitely see both teams getting on the score sheet here. Hopefully, Mansfield get absolutely battered uh, 7-0. But, um, yeah.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) 7-1.
0: Yeah, 7-1. You can have 7-1. I'll I'll allow them one so your tip comes in. Yeah, 7-1. Yeah,
1: exactly. Seven-one, we're all good with.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to look at um, MK Dons for my next game. Uh, I'm not going to tip them. Tip them on the nose. I'm actually going to tip them to score two or more goals in their match away at Swindon, and the price for that is seven to five. So MK Dons going really well under Paul Tisdale, sitting nicely in second in the league, um, scoring plenty of goals. However, I'm really looking at Swindon and how leaky they've been in defence so far. They've conceded 16 goals in their first 7 games in all competitions. Um and if we're looking at their 5 league games that they've played, excluding two in the cup, they've conceded 2 against Macclesfield, 4 against Lincoln, 2 against Tranmere and 2 against Crawley. With the exception of Lincoln, who absolutely panned them If you're conceding two against these lower-end teams like Macclesfield, Tramon and Crawley, then surely MK Dons are going to give them a rough ride. with their. They've got much more attacking power than those three teams have, so I really worry for the Swindon defence in this game. Uh, Don't know what the result could be. Don't care. Could be five all. As long as MK Dons score two, which I'm pretty confident that they will, that's fine by me.
1: Yeah, MK Dons, uh, very similar to Sunderland, kind of where they've had, you know, pretty much back-to-back seasons of yeah. dreary misery. Yeah. Now they're uh, looking forward, and yeah, they are looking good under Tisdale, and for sure, Swindon are going to find it very difficult to keep them out, aren't they? Uh, they're going to be knocking wow. at that door for ninety, ninety-four minutes. It's going to be a long old afternoon for those Swindon defenders huge game in league two um kind of talking of tisdale it leads nicely to his former club exeter so there's a huge game um between them and lincoln you've got third as in exeter against top of the league currently which is lincoln both teams to score five to six it promises to be a very entertaining game both teams love scoring goals And I think you will get both teams to score there. I think it will be pretty comfortable.
0: Yeah, really big game at the top of that league there. Lincoln to win it. I I actually fancy Lincoln to to get the win here, 31 to 20. So, yeah, not a bad price for Lincoln at all if you do fancy them.
1: Mm. So, if you want to marry our tips, Lincoln to win both teams to score, 9 to 2. Hmm.
0: Yeah, that's not bad at all. Not bad at all. Um
1: anything else that you like the look of John, have a quick word on Knotts County? Forest Green? Yeah, I do I do wanna talk about Knotts just just quickly. Uh what a disgraceful decision. What a disgraceful decision <laughs> by Alan Hardy and Knotts County to uh relieve Kevin Nolan of his duties. Not even a year ago. Alan Hardy came out, chest puffed out to the opposite side of the world and said, Kevin Nolan is going to be a future England manager. Well, if he's that good, why have you sacked him after four or five games in league two? Yeah. Uh, it makes absolutely no sense to me. No sense. You Backed him in the summer. You got to give him time. This is the first time under Nolan's tenure. There's been a slightly rocky patch. The first time there's been no sign. It's, it's only been good. Now, obviously, they've lost a few games, they're bottom of the league, so he's gone. I think it's a disgrace. Well I don't yeah. know about yourself.
0: Yeah, loyalty in football, as you say, is gone now, isn't it? It really has. Um obviously not scared to bottom of the league and that is not where they want to be. It's the complete opposite of where they want to be after how much money they invested in the summer. But as you've mentioned, if you're gonna back a manager give him a lot of money to spend, you've got to then back him if results don't start as you'd like because what if the new man comes in, doesn't like all these players that you spent an absolute wedge of money on, wants to bring his own people in and it's just more turnover, more turmoil. Um, Reading on Twitter, it does seem like the fans are pretty split 50-50 over whether they wanted him gone or wanted him to stay. I think There seems to be a a lot of tactical inflexibility with Nolan. That seems to be one of the main gripes of the fans. But uh, it seems to be defensively where they really need kind of uh, propping up a bit more. Conceded three against Lincoln, three against Newport, four against Yeovil, three against Middlesbrough, three against Cambridge. And that's five of the first six games of the season. You're not going to get anywhere but relegation with that kind of leaky defence. Um, so things need to be sorted quickly. You can't fix a defence that's that bad in a number of days for whoever the new man in charge is, if it is Harry Kuehl. Um, it's it's a tough one because you're wary of the new manager bounce, but at the same time, they concede so many goals. I'm pretty sure Forest Green will get on the score sheet this weekend.
1: Yeah, and and my argument is I saw Alan Hardy tweet out That's it. Five days out of hard work, new manager in and two new players to announce. Big smiley face emojis. (laughs) Chairman gets so wrapped up in signings and fans get so wrapped up in signings. Yes, it's good to bring new people in, but that, that just goes completely against what you like completely with. Sorry, what you've just said. More people in the door. People yeah. are gonna, who were in the team are going to be out of the team now. There's going to be unrest. There's going to be a new regime. Five, five games in, and this is happening on a Thursday. It's I, He seems so happy and so proud that he's going to pronounce two new players. We're going to announce two new players. The fans just want to see results. It's not all about glitzy new signings. He does my head in sometimes, this bloke. He's, uh, he's, he uses
0: Twitter as an ego booster, doesn't he? Alan Hardy. Um, yeah, of
1: course he does. Yeah, massive ego yeah, boost. of course he does. He wants all the fans to go. Oh, thanks, Alan. Really appreciate it. This is absolutely amazing what you're doing for us. And he has changed the fortunes of the club. There's no doubt. But also, it's not all about signings. It drives me insane when uh, when he does that. I think that shows a lack of class towards Nolan as well. Personally,
0: yeah, yeah, it does. Any more though from Grant League <laughs> run over and football league tips over
1: yeah run over football league tips over let's review last week's bombproof roof trebles all right guys so i had a bit of a reggie blinker stinker at the weekend so we'll get this one over <laughs> and done with um starting off i had blackburn brentford both teams to score it was one nil to blackburn yeah he did
0: say it was a reggie blinker you also had Portsmouth, Doncaster, both teams to score
1: and it finished nil-nil. And we had Colchester to beat Northampton and they went and lost 2-1. So moving on, (laughs) Tom Pipkin, please save the podcast slightly. Oh, mine was agonising. If
0: only the bookies paid out at half time. So I had Lincoln to beat Notts County and they did so 3-1.
1: He also had Stoke to beat Hull at the Bet365 Stadium, and they won
0: 2-0. Yeah, and it was Mansfield who needed to beat Macclesfield away. and They're winning at half-time, 1-0, but unfortunately they couldn't hold out and ended up
1: conceding and drawing the match 1-1. Cheers, Mansfield. You mean? Yeah, that's that's absolute, that's a disgrace. Shocking yeah. result. It is. 23rd in the league
0: at Macclesfield and if you're someone like Mansfield who have got ambitions for automatic promotion you've got to be beating these sides especially if you're in the lead you can't keep throwing away leads like that draw specialists aren't they yeah unfortunately so Um, watch them go and win this weekend but that'll
1: pee me off even more yeah I was going to say (laughs) <laughs> god help them if they do they'll get an absolute rollicking on the podcast next week <laughs> um, um, so guys we're going to follow up with our tips for this week so we have a podcast first and uh, so not only are you going to get mine and tom's bumper troubles you're going to get one from our official partners odds changer so guys if you are new to the show this is the part of the show where we put together all of our research, knowledge, gut feeling into a treble that we recommend you back at the weekend. Recommended stake is £10. Tom, do you want to let the guests go first, perhaps read out the Odds Changer bomb-proof treble?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So Odds Changer are going with Chelsea to beat Bournemouth at 2-7. to They're also going with Crystal Palace to beat Southampton and that's at 19 to 20. And finally, they're going with Wolves draw, no bet in their game against West Ham. And that's priced at evens. So all those games, Saturday, three o'clock kickoffs in the Premier League. Um, £10 stake on all of that returns £51, best priced with Victor.
1: Wow. Uh, the uh, the value there is with palace isn't it yes yes
0: um chelsea adding very little value to that but we definitely think they should win
1: yeah palace you know i i if i had to choose one i would definitely go for them i don't think they've been as good as everyone was hoping for this season but i definitely think they're uh, a better outfit than southampton that's that's i think that's blaring the obvious
0: yeah, definitely, definitely.
1: Tom, take it away for the the old originals, me and you, my friend. What have you got for me? <laughs> okay, hopefully going one better than last
0: weekend. Um, this is the two goals or more spectacular. So I'm not tipping teams to win outright this weekend. I'm going to tip each of these teams to score two or more goals in each of their games. Um, I've read all of these tips out already on the show but um we'll go through it all in a nice little treble so starting in the championship derby to score two or more against hull priced at 6 to 4 league 1 peterborough to score two or more against doncaster priced at 20 to 21 and in league 2 mk dons to score two or more in their game away at swindon priced at 7 to 5 and 10 pounds on that pays 117
1: back my God, Tom. You, <laughs> you've dwarfed <laughs> me. My Good God. returns. They are monster returns, buddy. Yeah. Real big returns. But as you said, you just read them all out. Um, Things we absolutely fancy for sure. Um, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really excited about that one coming in. Fingers crossed you go one better than you did last week. Um, All right, guys. So I managed to win for us a couple of weeks ago. So I'm hoping to go two out of three weeks. And my treble is called when both teams score, we splash the cash galore. And uh, we're going to start off. There's two games in the championship that I'm going to tip as both teams to score. First one is Brentford and Nottingham Forest, eight to 13 for that one. Following that up with Wigan Rotherham, which is four to five. And then we're going to drop down into league two. And we're going to go for Exeter and Lincoln, five to six. £10 on pays a respectable 53 back.
0: Yeah, that's not bad, obviously. I've dwarfed you, as you said, a little bit there. But profit is profit. And that should definitely, on paper, we've given our reasoning behind each of those games, being both teams to score. Um, I can definitely see it on paper, definitely coming in. And I love the name. It's got to win for the name.
1: It's got to win, surely, splashing the cash galore. I want to see pictures of the profit chasers on Twitter Saturday afternoon, just chucking cash around. Exactly. Imagine if all three trebles managed to win. That would be a... My God, I might put them all in a ninefold, see what happens. Oh,
0: God, you'd be really splashing some cash there.
1: (laughs) You would, you would. Yeah, fingers crossed, guys. Those go in. Others, uh, those come in. Obviously, there is a ten pound recommended stake. Um, so that's pretty much that for the bombproof trebles. If you, um, if we must, we better look at fantasy football.
0: Yes, um, Chindle's champs still top of the league. He's been top since week one. Uh, so big shout out to Chris Hindle for. Leading the way there, uh, big support of the show is Chris. 24-point um, cushion at the top and in line for the £20 free bet for the winner. I'm down in forty-ninth. Tom is way down in 76th out of 83. So um, it's not the best start for the podcast, boys.
1: No, 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 it's not the best start. In my defense, I feel like new people are joining the podcast league every week, which is fantastic. But most of them have already got teams, so they just automatically go above me. So, yeah, yeah, I'm (laughs) continuing to tumble.
0: If you do want to join the league, there's a £20 free bet on offer for the winner. You can find the code to join in the podcast description or just get at us on social media.
1: And how do you do that, I hear you ask? Well, you can get at us on numerous platforms. Twitter is the best, uh, T underscore FB podcast. Join in the fun there. Uh, we're on Facebook as well, www.facebook.com slash footballbettingpodcast. And you can also email us, podcast at gmail.com.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. There's one thing that you can do as well to really make our day and our week, and that's reviewers on iTunes or just raters on iTunes if you don't have that much time. All you've got to do is go onto our iTunes profile, raters, preferably five stars, that'll be lovely, um, and that will help us move further up the rankings onto the new noteworthy list and provide you with even better quality and content moving forward. Big thanks to everybody who did it in the last week or so. I think we got five new five-star reviews,
1: so very nice to see. Absolutely. We really appreciate that, guys. So keep them coming. Uh, I think that is pretty much it for this show. Um, it's been a long time coming. Uh, we're currently at, um, past midnight, and uh, we still haven't finished <laughs> the show because of a new technical error with our new sound quality. So we hope it's worth it. And if we have ever yeah. deserved a five star review, it's for this show.
0: Yeah, geez, it's been a right faff sorting this new audio out. But we think we've cracked it. We needed to get you something, even though it is a bit later than normal. Uh, we just wanted to get you something out for the weekend. Um and we'll hopefully be back to normal Wednesday release next week. New sound quality as we've got on this show. So, yeah, onwards and upwards, hopefully, to winning some bets this weekend as well.
1: Absolutely. So, to recap, thank you for listening, guys. Good luck this weekend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, cheers, guys. Thank you. (laughs)